This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. This is the Learn Jazz Standards Podcast, episode 67. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. What's up, what's up, everybody? My name is Brent, and you're listening to another episode of the LGS Podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening, whether it's your first time ever checking out this show, whether you're a regular listener. I really appreciate you spending part of your day to listen in, to join the community of listeners around the world listening to today's episode. And on today's episode 67, I have a great lesson for you. It's all about pentatonic scales. Now, a lot of you are familiar with pentatonic scales. In fact, it's one of the most uh, popular scales, really. It's used as a tool to play over the blues, other styles of music. But I also find that it's the most overused scale. And when I say overused, I mean it's often used in very unmusical ways or used simply as a tool and not as a means to create music. And so in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about really eight different chords and situations that you can play pentatonic scales over. And we're going to try to dig into how to use them more musically. And ultimately, you can probably play the pentatonic scales over any kind of chord. So that's kind of cool. So we're going to be talking about that today and diving into that topic. But before we get started, I just want to say that for the rest of June, we are running a $50 raffle to spend in our store. I announced this last week, and we're going to be announcing a winner for this on July 1st, it's $50 to spend in our store, whether that's on our ebooks, our e-course, or any of our play-alongs. And the way you do that is pretty simple. To get entered into the raffle, you just need to leave a rating and a review on iTunes for this podcast, which is, is a really helpful thing for us to get rating and reviews. It helps other people find this podcast. So how do you do that? You just go to iTunes, whether it's on your mobile phone or whether it's on your computer, go to their store and go to the podcast section, look up Learn Jazz Standards, leave a rating, and then write a kind review. We'd really appreciate that. Then what you do is you go on over to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash contact and let us know that you submitted a rating or review. Let us know what your nickname was that you left the review for so we can look you up and then you are in. So be sure to get involved in that. Leave us a rating review. Super helpful, and you'll get entered into a raffle. All right, let's not waste any more time. Let's jump into today's show. Here we go. Now, you can find all of today's show notes for this episode at learnjazzstandards.com forward slash episode 67, episode 67. So be sure to check that out. We're going to have lots of musical examples of everything I'm talking about today. Now, I want to start from the beginning. For those who maybe don't even know what a pentatonic scale is, I think it's important that all listeners today understand that in the first place. So here's a definition for you. What's a pentatonic scale? A pentatonic scale is a musical scale with five notes per octave. That's where the, the term penta comes from, five notes. 
The two most common are the major and the minor pentatonic. So I'm going to start with the major pentatonic here uh, and just know that for all the examples today, I'm pretty much going to be using uh, the key of concert C or as it relates to the key of concert C uh, to give examples today. So a, a C major pentatonic scale would be C, D, E, G, and A. And so if we were to come up with a formula for that, as it refers to the major scale, you'd be playing the root, the second, the third, the fifth, the sixth. So you basically you're skipping the fourth, and that's a major pentatonic scale. Now I'm going to pull up my guitar here and play this for you just so you can hear what it sounds like. All right, now that's one octave right here. Let me play two octaves. All right. That's the major pentatonic scale. Okay, so now... If you know anything about theory and, and how chord progressions and chords work, you'll know that for every single major key, there's what we call a relative minor key. For every single minor key, there's what we call a relative major key. So uh, without, if you're completely green on this and how this works, uh, just hear me out for now. It's not important that you completely understand the theory. But the easiest way to figure out the relative minor from a major key is just go to the sixth tone of the scale. So in the key of C, that would be A. And then just know that if you were to harmonize this scale with seventh chords, the sixth tone is going to be a minor seventh chord. So in this case, it'd be A minor. So what's the relative minor of C? It's A. So it's A minor. And so this is where the, the minor pentatonic comes in. You can really use the minor pentatonic or the major pentatonic over any of these chords I'm going to go over today because essentially they're the exact same notes, just starting on a different root. So let me play an A minor pentatonic scale for you really quick. All right, two octaves. All right, so that's an A minor pentatonic scale. Now, the other thing that's slightly obvious, but is definitely worth noting, is that you can start this scale on really any note. Like I just said, uh, the major and the minor pentatonic scale, they're the exact same notes, just starting on a different bass note. So let's just quickly run through. Uh, let's, let, let's use the minor pentatonic scale as a reference. So obviously, if we're playing the minor pentatonic scale just as is, right, that's starting on the root. Now, if we're starting the minor pentatonic scale on the flat, three, psst, that's just the relative major, right? Now, if we're starting the minor pentatonic scale, starting on the fourth, that would be D, right? Now, if we're starting the minor pentatonic scale on the fifth, that would be E. And then, of course, the minor pentatonic scale, starting on the flat seven, which would be G, it's all the same scale. You're just starting on different notes. So that may be obvious, but it's going to be important while I'm talking about these eight different chords that you can play the minor pentatonic scale or the major pentatonic scale on. All right, now let's move on. Let's talk about these eight chords that we can play this scale over top of. Now, the first chord that we can use pentatonics over is a root minor seventh chord or just a root minor chord. Now, which one will we think about? The major or the minor pentatonic. In this case, we'd think about minor pentatonic, right? Because we're talking about root minor seventh chord. So in this case, let's, let's, let's stick with the key of C to think about. So in this case, we'll be talking about a minor pentatonic. Now I'm gonna go over to the piano really quick and play this. So I'm gonna play the chord and I'm gonna play an a minor pentatonic scale over top so you can hear what that sounds like. 
All right, now I'm always very careful to point this out, that scales in and of themselves are not musical. They're just tools in order to visualize what notes you can use. I, I like to call them pitch collections. So I encourage you to go back to episode 61, where I talk about how to use scales in your jazz solos the right way. And I really talk about how to use scales and turn them into actual music and ways to think about them. So so know that. So when I'm thinking about improvising uh, with a, a pentatonic scale or any kind of scale, I'm trying to think musically and just using those notes as reference. So let me just play a little bit for example. So the idea is just to be musical and to try to create melodies out of the scale. So you could still hear pentatonic stuff going on in there, but ultimately I was doing my very best to try to create melodies and music out of that scale while trying to use that scale as a reference. All right, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on each of these. Let's just move on to the next one here. The next one, the second one, is you can play a pentatonic scale over root dominant seventh chords. Now this is where the blues comes in. A lot of times if you have a dominant seventh chord, you know that you can play a minor pentatonic off of that, and that's going to be hitting uh, some of those notes in there that kind of create some tension in the blues. So in this case, let's try to play a minor pentatonic scale, an A minor pentatonic scale over an A7 chord. Let's hear what that sounds like on the piano. All right, so that's a much different sound than when we played it over a minor seventh chord. And the real thing that's in there is you're playing the sharp nine of that dominant seventh chord, which is what makes it sound so intense, right? That's what gives it that really gritty sound that works great for the blues. Now remember, you could just play a C major pentatonic over top of that chord. It's the exact same thing, right? We're talking about the relative minor versus uh, the, the relative major versus the relative minor here. All right, let's move on to the next chord. The next chord that you can play it over is another obvious one, the relative major chord, all right? So you can go ahead and, and play uh, just if you have a major seventh chord of any kind, right? It, it could be uh, any any major seventh chord, you can play uh, the major pentatonic over it. So if you have a C major seven, you can play a, a C major pentatonic over top of that, or you can play an A minor pentatonic over top of that. It doesn't really matter, right? It's all the same notes. You can start it on whatever note you want. Remember I talked about earlier, if you were thinking about this as a, as a minor pentatonic, well, this is really just an A minor pentatonic starting on the flat third, right? Because that's C. The flat third of A minor pentatonic is, is C. All right, so let's listen to that really quick, what that sounds like on the piano. Now, again, I don't want to stress this too much, and I want to keep beating a dead horse here, but it's important to to listen to what you just heard there and realize how unmusical that is, right? I mean, it's just a very basic sound over top of that major seventh chord. The idea is we need to make melodies out of that and make it musical. So be thinking about these pentatonic scales as tools, but the important thing is to understand that you can play it over all these different chords. And once you start understanding that, it's kind of like, wow, I mean, the the choices are endless, right? I mean, all these tools that you can use to improvise are, once you understand them, it's just quite amazing, actually. All right, so let's move on to the fourth one. The fourth one you could do is the minor two chord of the relative major. So the next several examples I'm going to give you, they deal with 
understanding how seventh chords harmonize with each other. Remember, I talked uh, about that earlier. It's okay if you don't completely understand that. But essentially, we're going through the harmonic series through a scale. So if you have the scale C, D, E, F, G, A, B, that's the C major scale, each one of those you can harmonize with a seventh chord. So in this case, we're talking about the minor two chord. The two chord in a harmonic, a major harmonic series is a minor chord. So in this case, what's the second tone of the C major scale? That's D. So it's a D minor seven. So essentially, we can go ahead and play uh, an A minor or a C major pentatonic on the D. Now, what's the second note in a C major pentatonic scale? It's a D. So we can start the scale on a D rather than starting it on a C. So let's play this on the piano. All right, just taking a little break from today's show to talk to you about our flagship ebook, Zero to Improv. Zero to Improv is a book that teaches you how to become a great jazz improviser from the ground up. No stone is left unturned. This isn't your ordinary music book, Zero to Improv. It calls you to action. It's packed full of improv and jazz theory lessons. You'll start from the beginning and build up all of the skills and knowledge that you need to become a great jazz improviser. There's audio examples included for all of the music notation of the book, and versions are available for C, B-flat, E-flat, and bass clef instruments. It's designed for all skill levels. If you want to learn more about Zero to Improv, go to Zero to Improv. Dot com. That's www.zerotoimprov.com. All right, so moving right along here, let's go to number five, and that is the major four chord of the relative major. Okay, so if we're thinking the key of C major, the four chord is F major seven. All right, so now to be a little more specific, if we're to play the major, the C major pentatonic over the F major seven, you could really think of it more of like a, an F major 13 chord. Uh, the two extensions that are being played would be the ninth of the F major and the 13th, or the 13th is the same as the sixth tone of, of the major scale of the F major. So that's really the sound you're pulling out of it. So it actually has a really nice sound when you're grabbing onto some of those ex- those extensions. So let's just uh, think of this in terms of an A minor pentatonic scale. So we're going to be playing an A minor pentatonic scale over the F major 7. So here it is on the piano. All right, now, the number six is a really good one. I like this one a lot. So the number six is the 5-7 sus chord of the relative major. Okay, so have you ever seen like a uh, just a dominant 7 sus chord like on a piece of sheet music and you're like, well, what do I do over top of that? How do I improvise over that? Well, this is one option. So if we're in the key of C again, the 5 chord would be G7, all right? So it could be a G7 sus in this case. So you could just play a regular five dominant chord, but since the major and relative minor pentatonic emphasize the sus4, it'd be appropriate to think of it this way. Uh, In fact, it would actually be more accurate to play a G13 sus since uh, the the six is played in this scale. So, you, you know, stuff like this. You 
You know, that's the sound. And so it can be really helpful when you think about the chord like this and then just think about uh, how it relates to a relative major and then just play the pentatonic over that. It's a really good way just to think about some of those uh, those sounds, those suspended sounds, and to create some music out of that. All right, so let's listen to uh, what that sounds like just playing the scale with the chords on the piano. Okay, so the next one I really like. Actually, the next two I really like. These are both really cool. So number seven is, now this might be confusing at first, but I'll explain, the two minor pentatonic over the seven chord. Okay, so let's let's just back up for a second. So what is the seven chord in the key of C? All right, so the, the, the scale tone is B, right? B is the seventh tone of the scale. Now, when you harmonize it, it's a minor 7 flat 5 chord. Also, they call that a half diminished chord. So the chord would be B minor 7 flat 5. Now, the two minor pentatonic, so if we're thinking about, again, the key of C, what's the two chord? Well, it's D. So if we did a two minor pentatonic, it would be D minor pentatonic. So now these half diminished chords, I, the reason I really like this, these half diminished chords, we a lot of us never know what to do when we come up with them. Like I actually get questions about this all the time. What do I play over a half diminished chord? I mean, what do you do with these chords? Well, again, there's a lot of different things you can do, different ways you conceptualize this chord, but this is just one option is to think of it this way. So I actually think the better way to think about this is if you encounter any minor seven flat five chord, half diminished chord, think about playing a minor pentatonic, a minor third up from that chord. So B minor seven flat five, you're going to play a D minor pentatonic scale. And that hits that flat five in there that hits all the notes that you need in there, but it's just a way to visualize and conceptualize that chord. All right, so let's listen to that on the piano. All right, so the last use of the pentatonic scale that I want to talk about today is actually a classic way to uh, conceptualize this particular chord using pentatonics. So number eight is play a minor pentatonic a half step down from a major seven flat five chord. Okay, so this is all about a major seven flat five chord. So pick any major seven flat five chord. In this case, let's think of a B flat major seven flat five. And a lot of people think about Lydian over top of this, right? That's one way to conceptualize it. uh, That's what you want to do. But another way is go a half step down from that. So what's a half step down from B flat? It's A, right? Now play a A minor pentatonic scale. And now you're hitting all the important notes and there's some extensions in there. You're playing the ninth and the 13th and and it just has a really nice sound. Okay. So an easy way to think about it too. It's just a super easy way to conceptualize this. All right. So let me play this on the piano. Super cool. All right. So there you have it. That's eight different chords, different kinds of chords and different situations that you can use pentatonic scales over. And if you really think about it, we pretty much covered every single kind of chord you could play. So you can just apply those pentatonics in those different situations. So the goal here is you don't have to start applying all these. Just pick one or two of these instances and try to start working them in to your playing and the way you think about your improvisation.
All right, that's all for today's show. Again, you can find today's show notes at learnjazzstandards.com forward slash episode 67. That's the numbers 6, 7. I have all the musical examples that I talked about today, so you can take a look at that and you can start working this stuff into your playing. Now, remember about our $50 raffle. You can do that. You can get involved in that by leaving a rating and review on iTunes and then going to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash contact. Let us know that you entered into that raffle with the nickname you left the review for. All right, so we're super excited. We're going to have another episode on next week, episode 68. We'll see you back then. Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast, brought to you by learnjazzstandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes. And don't forget to join our jazz community at learnjazzstandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.